0: Hey
1: everybody, welcome to Game Goose. Today is April 28th, 2020. This is Season 2, Episode 37. My name is Dan Curry. Hope everyone's having a great day out there. Excuse me. I ate a little bit too much food and now I'm feeling a little, you know, up and down. Uh, (laughs) uh, Today was Courtney and I's second wedding anniversary. Nice. Thanks. Congrats. So we ordered a bunch of food and ate too much of it. Nice you know since we can't do anything else so yeah. uh down the road is clinton brower how are you clinton
2: i'm doing well good I, to uh, hear i have 100 things going right now so
1: 100 thing 100 things going on yeah. in your life or on your computer
2: uh in my life
1: in I, your life during quarantine
2: eh well i've been working the last few days and uh mm-hmm. Someone just knocked on my door, so I, you know, I'm I'm back. I'm here. I was talking to you from
1: outside. So. <laughs> oh, we, so who locked on your door during quarantine? That's I scary. Know. I
2: don't know. I don't know if they just hit the screen door
1: or, I don't know. Weird. Interesting. Uh, and then Neil's over there in New York City. How are you, Neil?
0: Oh, I'm good. I'm good, and inside. Good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Good to hear. Um, you can always check us out on Facebook and Twitter, Party File Games. You can also email us at gamegoosepodcast at gmail.com if you have an idea for an episode or if you have any comments, questions, anything like that. Uh, let's talk about what we're playing. I have a long list this week, um, but who wants to start? Clinton, you want to start? Uh, sure. I've been playing
2: uh, League of Legends a little bit here and there. We played yesterday and it was god awful. We just got hammered. We played three games. <laughs> And every single game, the first one was like, we went 3 and 14 uh, in the first 10 minutes and surrendered at 15. We, the second game, we went oh and 20, I think, in the first 15 minutes. And then the third game, we went like 7 and 27 in the first 15 minutes. We would just, I don't know what it was, but every team we played just stomped us. And I think it's yes, because the last like month or so, every team we've played, we've stomped. For like pretty much most games, so I don't know. But today or yesterday, it just the tables turned. The matchmaking system just said "fuck you," and we <laughs> just got hammered every game. I yeah. uh, I've been playing a bit of uh, Terraria with my brother. We played about twelve hours in the last week. Oh, nice! Uh, I'm really enjoying that. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, have you
1: played that game before?
2: Not. I mean, I have, but not with any sort of, like... I've maybe played it for, like, three hours and never, like, gotcha. even fought any of the bosses or whatever.
1: But I yeah, found out... Fought. I didn't even know there were bosses because, like, I was reading something on Reddit not too long ago. I enjoyed Terraria for a little bit of time, every time. And then someone on Reddit was like, if you don't enjoy Terraria and you think it's a Minecraft game, you're playing it wrong. <laughs> it's like an action-adventure game with Minecraft elements. And I was like, oh, like, I didn't know there were, like, bosses and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, there's a
2: bunch of... uh bunch of different bosses. We just beat the like big boss that changes the difficulty of the game. Uh so there's like the Eye of Cthulhu, there's like a big B, uh and then we fought the Wall of Flesh, which once you beat the Wall of Flesh it changes the difficulty of the game, so that all the monsters are a lot stronger and it adds in new biomes. So it changes interesting. Changes Your some world. of the uh, the world, yeah. So it's ah. it's been a lot of fun. Uh, and there's like uh, better ores and things in the new biomes so you can get like gotcha. stronger weapons and tools and stuff. But nice. yeah, that's a lot of fun. I've yeah, I spent like my brother was just running around killing stuff down way down below, finding like uh chests, treasure chests and charms and things and I was just upstairs or up on the ground level. Uh just like building a house so that people would move in and stuff. So we can get new merchants right. and stuff. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Was, uh, I think we're going to keep playing it, but we it's like a completely different game now. Everything's a lot harder than it was before and everything, so. Right. Um, what do you got, someone knocking on your door now?
1: No, um, my neighbors who... I think they just may have thrown something in our garbage can, but that wouldn't make sense. I don't know. I'm going to figure out what they did. I'm looking at my so across the house across the way sorry to interrupt your area there's a house across from my house because i live in and right next to it is a community garden and i was just thinking right before we started that during this whole thing the people that live in the house i think there's three of them have single-handedly taken taken care of the community garden um which is great you know because usually there's like a good amount of people usually they have a big event in the spring where like Probably 50 people come and clean it up. And these three people have been out there every day doing it on their own. Um, but, yeah, they just ran over here. And uh, I don't know what they did. <laughs> so I'm <gonna> look. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, while Dan is sleuthing that out, um,
2: anything else? Uh, I've started playing Factorio again. Uh, I was looking through my like Steam achievements, and I realized that I either didn't play Factorio attached to Steam or when I was playing with it attached to Steam I had mods so I don't have any achievements unlocked so I uninstall all the mods and I've been playing through it uh, mod free just achievement hunting in Factorio which has been a lot of fun I'm doing there's one called Lazy Bastard where you can craft things like on your character uh, but in Lazy Bastard you only have 110 crafts through the whole game. That you can do in your in-character and it takes i think 106 at a minimum to finish the game and i'm at 104 right now so i have like uh two more that i have to or three more that i have to do because i had one extra craft to make the beginning a little bit faster so it's uh it's been fun it's been interesting it's been a long time since I played it uh they've done a huge like graphical and audio update to it so everything is like super HD now uh whereas before it was like kind of like lower quality but it's a lot higher quality uh sprites and like animations for stuff the they added animations for the trees and uh, some of the machines that didn't have them before so it's a lot a lot prettier than it was uh and it sounds just way better than it did there's a lot more varied sound effects for stuff like before when you would walk around it you could like you'd notice how repetitive the walking sounds are but i don't i haven't noticed it this time uh oh nice just hearing the walking sound isn't uh been too bad so but yeah it's the same game as it was it's just a little bit of updates here and there i know some of the recipes have changed too from the last time i played i couldn't tell you what exactly is what or if it's harder or whatever but right so is that
0: still one of your favorite games yeah what i mean your i love favorite it favorite game but yeah
2: okay. i love it it's so much fun i just can plug into it and i don't have to uh think about anything so it's nice uh nice. other than that uh i played some sea of thieves and uh are you playing valorant I, yep i was just gonna say i just started playing valorant i played three games or something of it uh which it's fun it's interesting I uh, i am never played csgo or anything or see it counter strike or anything so uh it's definitely different than any games i've played before uh it's fun i enjoy it i usually sit about middle of the the group for performance wise so nice it's fun. Yeah, that's
0: wow. I'll check out when it comes to console inevitably. Um, but they've said they're they're focusing on PC for yeah for the foreseeable future. Yeah, you know.
2: I yeah. I mean, it's Riot. I don't know. I don't see them particularly focusing on consoles for it. So right. Um.
1: Yeah. Uh, on my end, a couple of them. Neil will jump in as well. I've been playing Hearthstone still. I think I kind of hit my peak. Which, looking at where i used to play and where i'm playing like it's good i don't think i've lost any skill um but it's still frustrating i'm getting stuck like five levels above like legend so when you hit legend is when you start to get like your full rank in your region like i can be like oh i'm number ten thousand in the region or whatever and i'm still stuck i'm at five platinum which looking at the ranks it looks like it's kind of where i used to sit anyway so um and i haven't spent well i spent a little bit of money courtney unlocked my account to do a um they had like a bundle where they gave you a bunch of cards from the past seasons that i missed so it's still fun i play a little bit every day definitely not where i was before as far as how much i played um maybe if i played as much as i used to play i'd get legend now but um but it's still fun um and then i played two point hospital this is on Game Pass. This is kind of a roller coaster tycoon kind of situation, um, but with a hospital. So it's that doesn't sound
2: fun yet. Where's it's, the fun? So is it it's like really Planet fun. or is it like a Prison Architect or is it?
1: Um, so the animation is like Wallace and Gromit, okay. which is really weird. It's it's not claymation. Um, it yeah. is right. animation, but the way that the people are look, it looks like Wallace and Gromit and like Chicken Run and stuff um it's really it's humorous so like people don't have actual diseases so they don't come in with like pneumonia or cancer or anything they come in with like lightheadedness and they have a light bulb for a head and in order to cure them to order to cure people with lightheadedness you need to have a machine um that will unscrew their light bulb and put it in a box and then pull their head out of another box and put it on and so you hire doctors nurses um janitors and assistants and the assistants, the only thing I've used them so, for so far is reception. So they have to check people in. And every, I'd say out of any game where you have employees, this is the only one I've ever like had to focus on the employees. Because all the doctors are good at different things, and they're bad at different things, and you can have treatments fail, and people can die, and stuff like that. So you have to like go and be like, all right, this person's good at psychiatry but they're not good at treating people or anything else. So you have to like go into the doctor, make it so he only goes to the psychiatric office to work. And th- you actually have to manage all that stuff because if he goes and runs the lightheadedness machine, he could kill somebody. And when people die, they have a chance to turn into a ghost and then they can haunt your, your hospital. And then in order to get rid of the ghost, you have to have a janitor that can catch ghosts. So it's kind of like this big long thing. and. Um, So there's all these different diseases. You have to have different rooms and different things that can take care of those diseases. If somebody comes in and they don't, if they have a disease you can't take care of, you can tell them to wait while you build it, or you can send them away. And your hospital reputation goes up and down depending on that: how many people die, how well you treat all these different things. You even get a reputation for each disease. So if you're really bad at one disease, people will stop coming for it, Um, and you'll just have like something sitting. All the doctors and all the employees have to take breaks at certain times, so you have to make sure you have enough in like each section that they can cover it when other people are gone if people are waiting too long they'll get fed up and they'll leave so it's it's really good it's really fun um i recommend it if you're into that kind of stuff and it the campaign um it's kind of one of the better ones it's not really hand-holdy but it's enough to teach you every section of the game So, so
0: right now are you in your like you're in your like make your own hospital or are you still in the campaign
1: um the campaign really blends that really well you can play as long as you want in any level and keep just keep going and keep going and keep going um but i'm on the third level uh after you get one star in each one you can go to the next one and it's pretty free form from the beginning um but now it, it's even more so so and you can build other plots of land to like make your hospital bigger and stuff so it's it's pretty cool. I enjoy that a lot. Um, I can't
0: figure out how to shut my iPad up, so I'm going to do the old man. And it's a new toy, and I'm going to just put it under the couch cushion. What is it doing? It's just dinging. Can you not hear it? No, I couldn't hear it. Okay, well... Are you getting emails? No, uh, apparently my roommate uh, just made some bomb-ass lasagna, and he would like to share some with me. Well, my upstairs building mate. Right. (laughs) Anyways, I was listening. Sounds fun. Yeah,
1: you know, it is fun. Um, those games always keep my attention for quite a, like a minute, and then I'm usually just done with them. Um, but I really like this one, and I kind of want to see what other diseases get introduced. So there's like a Diary of the Mouth. Um, and what other one was silly? Oh, there's like, a, for the psychiatry one, there's a mock star, and these people come in dressed as Freddie Mercury, and they think they're like a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> and then you treat them and then they turn back into their regular person and leave um and then sometimes there's like outbreaks um and so you'll get like a wave of people that have all had the same disease and stuff like that there's a lot of really cool events and stuff that happen um and it, there's like a radio that's really silly kind of reminiscent of like a gta radio that plays um has silly like commercials um the announcements over the hospital are pretty stupid and funny so there's like a element of humor to it it's not like oh my gosh but i think there is kind of a underlying um commentary on how much money people make in healthcare systems (laughs) um then i started playing banner saga that is really fun uh if you've never played that there are three of them the animation is kind of like a early, late 80s early 90s cartoon um it's really beautiful and it's turn-based combat and it's like a a good story and you make a lot of decisions that uh, that kind of overtake things i've been playing a lot of games with vikings in them <laughs> it's kind of a viking based game so did that um played, then neil oh I, sorry go ahead
2: i played banner saga a long time ago and i was absolutely terrible at it I yeah. don't know i just could not figure out how to like I couldn't figure out, like, the tacticalness of the combat. It just didn't make sense to me, like, the movement and, like...
1: It's not super easy, I'll say that, but you you can turn it down. Um, But it's kind of right where I want it. So after playing Divinity, which was really um, hard in tactical base, I think I kind of just am in that mindset still. Um, But I have died a couple times. Yeah. Then Neil and I kind of did the thing where we did a whole lot of games... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to figure out, see if we could find something. We dropped into Fallout 76. Um, I thought it was oh. all right with the new stuff. Neil bailed immediately.
0: It's, uh, I couldn't even pretend to like it.
1: He was just out. We didn't even start the Wastelanders stuff. Um,
0: uh, yeah, there was a... I didn't even get far enough in the base game to start the Wastelanders thing, and that roadblock was done. That was it. I thought you
1: were um, a lady level 20-something. 20, level 20
0: it's not a level. She wanted oh, me to get right. some... I finished some one of the early quests, and I just I started doing it, and I th- we came to the realization that I just don't like Fallout. Nothing against the game; yeah. plenty of people have found ha- have found it to be rather enjoyable. Although it is still a flop. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, doing pretty well now. Yeah, I
1: think I think monetarily, I don't think it's a flop. I don't think it ever was a flop monetarily. Maybe review wise um but there's a lot of people that play and i think they got a lot of people come back i wasn't in the mood for it i was like this is all right um we didn't start in the wastelander stuff i ran into a couple other things i started doing the main quest like they revamped the beginning quests which were fucking terrible when the game first comes out there's such a slog and they finally added some character to the beginning and a little bit more um and so I was like, kind of learning how to play the game again by playing that. Like It was telling you how to set up your base, but it was like, oh my god, I wish this was how the game started when I started. Yeah. Um, I think I definitely want to go back and play it again. I just wasn't in the mood for it at, at the time, but I was like, oh wow. There's already a lot less glitches when I played it, for it did crash the first time I played it, <laughs> oh, <laughs> after I, about 15-20 uh, minutes.
2: Speaking of relearning how to play games, I uh, played more Final Fantasy fifteen. Oh, yeah. And that game is kind of hard to jump back into after you've been away for a while because the combat is pretty. Yeah.
1: pretty the combat's crazy in yeah, that game.
2: Pretty involved. So I, yeah. and I couldn't like remember how to lock on for a while, so I was just like running around, <laughs> and then I figured out how to lock on, but I don't think it was working right because anytime I would like lock onto someone and try to warp to them, yeah, it would like yeah that warp past them like to the left of them every
1: time that was warp just, like, mechanic amazing. was hard to do after i had been playing for a while
2: yeah
1: like i can't imagine jumping back in and being like oh shit how the fuck do i do this yeah.
2: i couldn't figure out how to um, warp to like the ledges i could not get that to work yeah. at all so
1: um yeah i like that game i played that for a while but
2: yeah i should probably play the
1: tutorial again <laughs> or watch a video that's what i do yeah. when i jump into stuff um another game that we started to play that was terrible at launch that's better but still wasn't doing it for us was Stated of decay 2. um this was it was a lot more fun another game i might jump in solo um when you first when we first started playing they gave you all these quests and everything was timed like it was insane it was so stressful to play it like wasn't fun um it was hard to do everything and then on top of that the multiplayer just didn't work Neil couldn't see anything that I built. He couldn't interact with anything I built. Um,
0: and as you joined somebody else as the host, you joined them. Um, yeah, and, and that really was... You were just a helping hand. Like, you could yeah. find drops and help them loot and get your own stuff, but really you weren't contributing. You weren't progressing your own story. Yeah,
1: yeah. so playing now, Neil could see all my stuff. He could interact with all my stuff. The multiplayer worked really well. Um they changed all the quests yeah they changed
0: my own base base.
1: yep they uh changed the quest so it's not on a timer everything just seemed a lot smoother a lot more enjoyable but they still have the multiplayer where he jumps in to help as opposed to us having a base together and that kind of killed it for us because it's like that always i think that always kills any multiplayer game for me where you just have super limited options yeah
0: yeah uh, well, I still have options too, but I don't want to feel like I need to play it twice like I'm yeah. not getting any achievement I'm just uh, you know i'm I'm just kind of a passive person in his game and I, yeah. I, yeah
1: yeah and like when he was choosing his survivors, he was picking survivors from his own game that he had started however many years ago or wh- we had started, who knows and it's like if if it was just that he could be one of my people, that I think we would have enjoyed the game a lot more
0: get why like if you get a, a rando or i don't know a dick friend that can go and you know it's permadeath so if he kills all of your people then you're screwed but also why would you let that person play your game yeah you have to send it's yeah it's weird i want to like it i wish it were different i'm not gonna play it alone yeah and that's that's that yeah i i might
1: play it alone at some point because i do like that it is like the closest game to like a real walking dead um that there is but it it the multiplayer was kind of a bummer i'm not feeling zombies right now um then we tried torchlight 2 we played the demo uh for a little bit and that led us to realize that hey diablo 3 if we're gonna play a game like this torchlight is basically a diablo style game uh let's just get diablo because it is 20 dollars for everything. everything right now yeah, yeah. so we, we started diablo. playing Diablo. yep so we got diablo and we played it for about an hour today um it's it's fun. I like it. I'm not a huge fan of that kind of stuff, but um we had to kick up the difficulty already because we were just like
2: slaughtering everything.
1: Slaughtering stuff and it was like I'm not playing this whole game like this. Like, I enjoy I,
2: that when I played Diablo, just like yeah. I don't have to think, I don't have to do anything special. I just t- turn on my laser as a mage and everything dies. <laughs> yeah, see,
1: <laughs> see, I want there to be some kind of risk cuz otherwise I'm just like, man, what are we
0: doing?
1: You know? <laughs> um but yeah it's fun so far i am a mage neil is playing the necromancer uh yeah, we one are of
0: the, i've i've played because i've had this for xbox one no 360 mm-hmm. and i played as the the monk the witch doctor and the barbarian yeah. and they were all very fun so.
2: mm-hmm. yeah i've played as the monk the mage and the necromancer
0: and i think the necromancer is my favorite the Witch Doctor and The Monk are pretty close.
1: That's an- another game that Clinton and I got on release that was not good at the beginning.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, was, it, it, it wasn't it terrible, but it was just like, the, yeah.
1: I, I don't remember. Neil was like, why did you guys stop playing? Why didn't you like we it? And I couldn't remember. some
2: issue with multiplayer, I think.
1: Yeah, and we were in the same room. We were on the yeah. same Xbox. Um, but yeah, I remember something just not being right with it. So. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, been playing a lot of Animal Crossing, getting into the art museum. So that's fun. Uh, my main thing is to collect as many costumes, as, costumes as I can, so that I have a choice for Halloween. <laughs> I don't know why that has become, but it real today I realized that's what I want to do is have a lot of Halloween options.
0: Yeah, um, I got all the house upgrades except for the very last one, where you can like change your roof color every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked to the 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 community services and they're like uh and they told me that kk slider which is kind of you know not the end of the game but the story uh this rock dog is gonna come put on a concert at your island and they said yeah uh and then i really i just stopped i don't know yeah, I'm you got go
2: farther than i did because <laughs> i got yeah. the second house upgrade and then i was just like yeah huh.
1: Eh. See, I am playing it super slowly compared to everybody else. I have like barely any of the house upgrades. <laughs> like I just put together an orchard the other day. Like I think I'm enjoying playing it really, really slow. I think uh, my
2: problem was that I caught all the fish that I could so fast and then like, yeah. it just became boring to fish. So I was like eh.
1: And that's what I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward on Friday, May 1st, for a couple different things. There's a new event in Animal Crossing. There's gonna be new animals and stuff to do and um and hearthstone that's a whole nother season that will like st- like it's weird that now i have games i mean that i don't think it's weird it's kind of become pretty common now but there's games where i like wait towards the end of the month they kind of start to burn out on them and then at the first of the month there's like new content every month you know or new things to do um
0: service man that's the model
1: yeah and it's in i like it to some extent because i'll be like okay it's the end of the month i just have to go in and like do my quests or whatever yeah. and then at the beginning of the month, I'll hit it hard again. Um, But yeah, I'm enjoying Animal Crossing still. I play it probably for like an hour every day at the most. I was looking at my friends. Like, I think I have 25 hours or something like that in the game. And I'm looking at some of my friends that have like, it's like played for 200 plus hours. I'm like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Like, What do you do? Like, I don't know what you do for that long. Um, But yeah, I'm like way behind, but I kind of, that's just how I've liked to play it, and I haven't gotten burned out. So, yeah,
2: I think part of it too is that like when I played it, I played it with other people, and mm-hmm. everyone else has kind of slowed down because yeah, like what do you do after that? Mm-hmm. So like after the first yeah three four weeks of everyone being on it all the time, yeah, it's just there's never anyone on really, so there's no one to like do shit with. So I just.
1: My friends list is constantly filled with people still playing, but I don't really go because, like, when you go over to people's places, it's a bunch of people I kind of know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to just go over to like some and be like, hey, yeah,
2: I've I met mean, you a few times. The only people I have on f- friends on Switch
0: are like people I actually play games with. So, right. Um, yeah, but I, I just never thought the multiplayer was that big of a draw. Like, I don't really want to go over to your island. I don't know. There's nothing I can do at your island that I can't do on my island. I can't. You can't steal your fruit, that's for sure. I mean, I could fish over there, I guess. Do you want yeah. to watch me fish?
1: Uh, yeah, going I to Clint's island is check. the best because he's got a different yeah. biome, biome. Going, Season, going on. I think they're called <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Different season. I guess it would be He's a different, a different
2: biome. <laughs> it's a different biome. it a lava
0: biome. <laughs> <laughs> now that I might play.
1: Yeah. Um, but the Mayday cool, event like is coming lava up. Lava
0: islands and shit.
2: Like when you <laughs> use your nook miles, you go out, you dig up lava chunks or whatever. Have, That'd be I'd cool. I have
0: molten lava cave wallpaper.
2: Oh, Ooh. Yeah. You can make your house into a lava biome.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, the Mayday event is coming up on may 1st it's a week and the, the nice thing is you actually have to buy a ticket to go somewhere so it's not going to just take over your island like fucking easter did um and i have a i have a birthday coming up on my island one of my villagers is having a birthday
2: oh nice i don't even
1: i don't know what's gonna happen
2: they will have a party for him
1: <laughs> yeah i guess so that's may 3rd so it's kind of cool um and then i actually beat two games since the last time we talked i beat god of war um which is great, deserves all the praise. It uh, does have a couple of things in it that um, are like, man, if those two things, this game would be perfect. The, the enemies become super the same. There's the biggest offender of it is there's big like trolls, not trolls, because there's trolls that are smaller, but these big like giants and they have these big pillars that they like swing at you and slam down. And you fight, like, all the bosses, like, a bunch of the bosses, not all the bosses, but a bunch of the bosses are just that character with different skin, with a different skin. Hmm. And it's, like, really weird. Like, we ran out I'm of just,
2: ideas. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, again.
1: <laughs> I'm, like, showing Cordy, I'm, like, look it, it's the same guy, but his pillar is covered in vines, <laughs> and he's a different color. And they have different names and stuff. And it's, like, what well, is, is it, like?
2: Is it like something with North mythology where there is like a set of these things, and so you're just I like fighting don't these think so. four brothers of the ice giants? I, they don't mention whatever.
1: it if that's true, <laughs> but okay. the, it's it's really weird. Um, and then I hit a, There was one really hard part. You know, I don't like difficulty spikes because the game had some difficult parts. There was one part I just kept dying, and there was a, a basically they you had to fight these two creatures that had an attack that make you blind and you can't see for a very long time and it was really unfun i was like this fucking like i was about to throw the controller like not only is this hard it's unfair because i can't see yeah like it was you
2: take away your only like uh input into a player
1: yeah and it was so hard to dodge and i was just like getting so frustrated but once i got past that it was smooth sailing to the end the ending is pretty good and a lot of the puzzles were like really the same thing over and over and over but other than that great great voice acting um pretty good story uh the combat is so fun um if you haven't played god of war if you have a ps4 pick it up it's pretty cheap at this point and uh seems like there's gonna be more to that like specific story um because it kind of ends on a kind of a cliffhangery kind of thing
0: have you played I let that franchise die no
1: what was that no 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 um but it was it wasn't like a definitive end like there was definitely like a oh shit moment and you're like well what's gonna happen now and then the game's over and you're like okay all <laughs> right makes sense
2: have you played so. Her- horizon zero dawn yet
1: uh no, it's on my list. Um we have it. Yeah. Um so I'll play that. Then keeping with my viking stuff, I played and beat Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. Um if you like games with like crazy ambiance, play this game. It's like 8 hours long. I had to play it in one setting cuz it's not jump out scary, but it is like scary. Um it kind of feels like something's going to jump at you all the time. And it's you, You go to Helheim, you're Senua, you are trying to save your um, lover who has died. You carry his head with you because you believe the spirit is in the head. And um, you're going to defeat Hela and bring him back to life. And so you have to go into Helheim, and it is fucking terrifying. And play it with headphones. If you do not play this game with headphones, it was not going to have the same effect. Because Senua, there's a big mental health like ish um, aspect of it senua has um oh i can't remember what it's called but she hears voices constantly um and if you have your headphones on they like come from left and right and all over and it's like constant and it kind of makes you feel like you're a little like mad um but i would definitely check this out it is insane um it's made by ninja theory it's weird that their follow-up was their bleeding edge, which is <laughs> nothing like it at all. Um, but now I know why when in, the second one was announced, everyone went nuts because this game is super cool. Um, it's not really like anything I've ever played before. The combat is pretty challenging, um, and uh, I don't know. I don't want to say a whole lot about it. Just in general, you should people should check it out. So, but, so I played a lot of fucking video games this week. <laughs>
0: That was uh, that was like 15, 20 minutes of our episode. Um, yeah. Uh, I can knock mine out. Well, I, I was involved in that list, but basically yeah. just uh, I played some Overwatch because I haven't played since the new hero came out. She's futs. futz. Um, a, a lot of people are already really good with her. It's that weird disparity whenever a new character comes out. It's like this person who got her when everybody else wants her, it's either going to be really good, or has no idea how she works. <laughs> so uh, I think Carl and I were playing, and we won, like, I think we won seven in a row. And I was like, Carl, I'm going to jinx this, but we're seven and O oh right now. And then we lost our next three, and then we stopped playing. But uh, it was really fun. I was glad to get back into it. I missed that game. Um, The new hero's crazy. Um, She's a DPS, a damage character, so I won't play her a lot. but. Um, if you don't know, she has the ability to copy anybody on the other team, and she becomes that character for a bit um, with all of their abilities, with a full pool of whatever their health pool is, and she generates their ult at like 200%. It's probably lower so, than that.
2: Because uh, in her all, if you like, I was watching clips of her, like with Reaper, she can get a Death Blossom, use it, Shoot a bunch of people again, and then use a second Death Blossom all within the like fifteen seconds that it lasts,
0: so you can yeah, get Jesus. like huge utility out of it. She's crazy, and if you die in your alt as as the character you've copied, you come back as Echo with full health again. Yeah, jeez. jeez. Yeah, uh, she's really hard to use though. Um, okay,
1: she's super mo- uh,
2: like highly mobile, like even more so than Farah. And...
0: uh pretty squishy with no way to get her health back yeah. Uh, yeah but yeah that was fun and then i guess the only other thing is of course dark souls three and i've hit my difficulty spike um i'm coming up on probably 30 losses to this boss i'm on who's an optional boss i could skip him i could i could go yeah. right through and beat the game but i'm not gonna do that um <laughs> and i think the hardest i've really i don't think i've ever gotten stuck on a boss like this Dark Souls 2 is actually pretty easy in terms of bosses. Uh, Dark Souls 1, the last boss, probably took me 20, 25 tries. This guy, I'm definitely approaching 40. There's the Sekiro boss that I must have died at least 70 times to. Um, so I've got a while until I get there, but I'm not doing much better against this guy. But I, I, I might get there, <laughs> I don't know. You can but do it. Yeah, I still love it. It's slowly becoming i like it i'm slowly liking it more than one um and not because it's one is bad in any way i think it just has the benefit of time on its side the the art direction is beautiful um the animation is wonderful um yeah i it's a it's a fucking fantastic game
1: nice um anything else that's it Okay. I know I talked for 20 minutes, so I don't want anyone to leave anything else. Um, but it's nice that we can talk about it. That we, we're, we're dropping news and all that stuff. Um, let's just jump into our main topic then. Um, this, we've watched movies based on video games two times. But we have yet to play video games based on movies, so we did that this time. Uh, Clinton, why don't you start? Tell us what you played. And,
2: okay, uh, I kind of cheated, and I played a game based on a book that got made into a movie.
1: <laughs> I was thinking that afterwards, I was like, "Does that count?" I was like, "I guess it does count." But
2: I mean, it's one of the most highly lauded movie franchises of all time. Yeah, so if the
0: plot point—if the plot points are similar, let's count it. Uh.
2: Yeah. uh So I played, and they're not at all similar, but (laughs) it's nothing to do with uh, what happens in the universe. Yeah, so I play Lord of the Rings uh, War in the North, which is, and I didn't play that much of it if I'm being honest. I played probably three hours of it. Uh, It's a hack and slash, so you just run up and beat on enemies and... uh, yeah that's pretty much it (laughs) um is so is
1: it like you said it's like dynasty warriors is it kind of that kind of uh
2: it's not as like over the top uh as far as like you're just like mowing through enemies uh it's like at most there's like 12 enemies that you're fighting at once uh at least in the part of matter, there might be more later on and stuff but it's got a lot of cool like mechanics that it utilizes in levels so like uh in one of the first levels uh you rescue a one of the great eagles uh and then you get he gives you these like feathers that you can use to call him down and attack the goblin hordes like so there might be like a giant group of goblins up on a balcony all shooting at you and you can call him in and he'll like destroy the balcony and kill. A oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting. There's three different characters. There's an elf mage. There's a, uh, human ranger and a, uh, dwarf who's just a dwarf and hits things <laughs> with his ax and stuff. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's interesting. I was playing as the elf lady, uh, who it's, it's always funny. Like now, whenever I hear like voice actors, cause like, there's that big group of voice actors that play D and D, uh, mm-hmm. uh, critical role voice actors. Uh, and so they like, they'll just pop up every once in a while. And I'm like, Oh, there's Laura Bailey. like and right. She voices the, she voices the uh, elf lady. And then these two twin brothers show up and they're both voiced by Liam O'Brien, who's also in critical role. So it's just like, Oh, like, here's like <laughs> half of critical role in this game right. from 2000. Twelve or whatever it is but uh yeah no it's fun it's interesting like the storyline i haven't really got too far into it but you are helping aragorn in the beginning uh kind of scout out this uh army that's being led by one of the uh ringwraiths like generals so it's interesting the story has been kind of uh I don't know, I would say muted, almost, as you kind of just run through and, like, here's a, a abandoned city that you have to kind of go through and beat all of the orc goblins and stuff that have uh, camped here, and the you're trying to beat the general, uh, who's making this place his base uh the combat is it's fun i've been enjoying it uh playing as the mage though i find myself just like either right in the center of everything where i can't do much or out of mana (laughs) so it's just a lot of like hitting things with a staff uh instead of doing magic which kind of sucks like i'd rather it's like you just have like a bunch of shitty, stupid magic that you can hit people with, rather than like just whacking on them with a staff. But right. it's, I mean, it's still fun. I've like, I just had to change my kind of expectations as playing, like, oh, I'm not playing a mage. I'm playing a fighter who knows some spells. So right
0: now, where huh. are you in a uh, Lord of the Rings fandom?
2: I've read, so I've read The Hobbit probably three or four times. Uh, I've read. Uh, The Fellowship of the Ring probably three or four times, and I've read Two Towers up until about halfway, two or three times, and I just can't. (laughs) There's like a part in Lord of the Ring and the Two Towers that just kind of like takes a dull like dip, and for whatever reason, I always get to that point and I just can't like continue. I don't know. I can't get through it. So. But I've seen the movies. I've seen the extended editions of the movies. I really enjoy... I took a class in college about the languages of uh, Lord of the Rings. So, like... And I've read parts of, like, a good chunk of the Silmarillion and stuff. Which... I love kind of, like, lore. Like, uh... I don't know. I don't know what you would call it. Like, legendariums, I guess, about worlds uh so like the Silmarillion and David Edding's Belgariad has like a big book about kind of like the histories and like these are what the coins all are and where the names of them came from and like things like that just kind of goofy like all the stuff that the author has like used to flesh out their world like in their own head as they're writing these stories and stuff I enjoy reading those kinds of things but yeah, no, I enjoy Lord of the Rings. I wouldn't say like I'm a huge nerd. I don't know like everything
0: about it, but uh, I enjoy it. Well, I, that's that's funny that you struggle getting through a high fantasy novel, but <laughs> damn, give me a book about fake coins. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, where where does the story take place? in like like in uh, relation to like the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings and stuff.
2: Uh, so you start out right before. Uh so Aragorn is in the Prancing Pony right before Frodo comes there in Bree. Okay. So like right after they leave the Shire they go to the Prancing Pony in Bree. Uh Right.
1: So it's kind of right at the beginning of so Fellowship then. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Gotcha. And I think it probably continues through most of uh the war, the War of the Ring. So I haven't got very far. So I'm going to keep playing it maybe and see. I might switch characters to the Ranger and see how he is. Uh right but uh can you switch
0: on the
2: go yeah you can oh that's oh, cool. cool yeah it's like not like as you're playing but at the end of each level you can switch
1: um yeah i was interested in because i had never heard of this game i thought it was i know there's a lord of the rings turn-based game and i thought that's what you were playing i didn't know it was like a hack and there's, slash
2: yeah there's like a moba too for mm-hmm. there was like a lord of the rings moba as well then, like, there's like, I mean, there's probably like a thousand. There's probably as many Lord of the Rings games as there are Star Wars games.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. We were just looking, Courtney and I, today. We had, this is what we did for our anniversary. We made a YouTube uh, queue of all the video games we used to play as kids, and watched them and just went, "Ah, I remember this game." Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but then we ended up watching the 20 best open world games, just a ranking, and I forgot about Shadow of Mordor like that's two great games right
0: there yeah and then like, like on, i have shadow of war which feels like the same game but definitely polished and some stuff yeah in but that it, it, there's still something about those hack and slash games where i just hit a wall and go okay i'm done doing this and i yeah. know this is how i beat the game
1: yeah. yeah yeah um neil and i do you remember neil and i found a random turn-based R- lord of the rings rpg for the original xbox way back in the day that we played yeah i cannot remember the name of it but it's just like there's so many lord of the rings games that a lot of them just like
0: yeah i don't yeah. even i'll put it on camera or on on record i don't really even like lord of the rings i'm not anti lord of the Rings. yeah um but it's just not a world that interests me and matt my brother-in-law if you're listening i'm so sorry uh he can probably speak the languages um <laughs> it just it's just boring like the movies are boring um, really I yeah. like I
1: like it. I like Lord of the Rings. I'm not like wild about it, um, but I do enjoy it a lot.
0: Love the Hobbit, not the movie, the book. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I, I think the- in it, when we talk about further games, because we still have two. I think what we should here here's the question I'll ask at the end, Clinton. Do you think that this could be any other game, and they just slapped a Lord of the Rings uh, skin on it? I know you're not very far in. Um, uh, like, could this be a rewrite of someone else's script just to throw in some Lord of the Rings for
2: Uh, yeah, for sure. I, it doesn't follow the movie at all as far. I mean, I'm like, it's going to be one of those things where like the characters from the movie are going to keep cropping up in the game, but mm-hmm. just as kind of tangential like things. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, yeah, I don't think that it is, I don't think it would be any better or worse if it was... Set in a different universe, I don't think it would have been as popular. But I don't think it's it would a, be, yeah, a better a game or a worse game if it wasn't Lord of the Rings. Like I don't gotcha. think the setting really kind of makes or breaks that game. And I don't think it's, yeah, like you said, I don't think it's uh, necessary that it's Lord of the Rings.
0: So I think that is going to be an interesting thing we can think about while we go through the other ones. Is uh, uh, number one just the just the, like, slap Lord of the Rings colon on this game and let's see how much more money we can get. Like, what does that do to a game's playability? And then, like, does that instantly drop it down from a triple-A to like a, you know, it's like a B-movie, almost. Right. Um. And then what does it take, or or can we think of, because I don't think any of us will have a game that does this, can you think of a game that really goes, that really does something with the story, that really takes it somewhere else? um the witcher i think i mean what, it's not a movie but like, yeah it's a tv series now yeah, yeah. uh but. but there hasn't been a game since the tv series so that is yeah, yeah. just the because i think what we're gonna what video game developers struggle with is having something that is so set, and especially in the lord of the rings fr- uh franchise having something that needs to be a specific way or you're gonna anger all the people that are that want to give you their money Right. Um, so they're kind of scared to take risks and do. Granted, these people probably aren't playing for story, but also, you know, super the super fans out there. Yeah, they do want to delve further into a storyline that maybe they didn't see in a book or see in a movie, reading a book. Yeah. I think
1: that's I think that's why Lord of the Rings has kind of an advantage because it is just like it's kind of goes past the movies and past the books and it's a world. So you can kind of take events that have existed or just mentioned like here or there and you can just go off same with star wars you know i think both of those kind of have that advantage of being like oh while luke was here doing this or why frodo was here doing this this is what was happening on the other side of the of middle earth or the other ha- side of the galaxy yeah and it's still in that world i think that's a huge advantage
0: yeah i think it, it definitely like it would be hard to do this with a I am trying to think of a game that well, Harry Potter... I think that's I was gonna I, say, think...
2: I think that's why there's not a lot of Harry Potter games is because it's yeah. hard to like take that world and the kind of scale that the story of Harry Potter has it's hard mm-hmm. to recreate that in a new story because you're not yeah. going to have those kind of as far as like in universe world ending threats like Yeah.
1: I so, think that if if they were going to make a Harry Potter game that was going to be Really, really good, they need to take a huge risk and you don't go to Hogwarts as a student. Cause like that's what that, that's what that series is about, right? Being a student at Hogwarts. And like I think a really good Harry Potter game would throw you back into like the first Wizarding War. Yeah. Where there's like a lot more freedom. And I think people are just afraid to do that because they're like, Oh, you want to see the fucking houses, you want to see Harry Potter and Hermione and, and Ron and you wanna go to the classes and stuff. And and actually I don't want to do any of those things. <laughs> I would I would rather be in, like, the first Wizarding War. I think that could be interesting.
0: Weren't they trying to do a Harry Potter RPG?
1: I think it's unreleased. It hasn't come out yet.
2: Yeah, there there was, yeah. I remember seeing a bunch of stuff about it, like how the spells were working and stuff. Maybe that was another game that was just in the same kind of wheelhouse as Harry Potter. Like, you're a wizard that goes to
0: school. But I don't know. Um,
1: No, I think there's an upcoming Harry Potter RPG. Yeah. Coming
0: um in 2020 not anymore folks
2: <laughs> no I, yeah, think that, I think there's a magic lot of, awaken yeah i think there's a lot of opportunity in the harry potter world too like you're saying for stuff like that even like go go back to like what were what were wizards during doing during world war ii like yeah yeah right like, yeah
1: make, this idea that their world exists along ours yeah, you can do yeah, you can
2: do anything. You do a lot of alternate history kind of stuff, like you're an Auror fighting off Nazis mm-hmm. or whatever, like or you're, you're or, yeah, sign me
0: up. You're,
2: yeah, yeah, I don't know, you're a, a American wizard uh exploring In the the, wild the west, west. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah i don't know like there's a yeah, lot of it, options there for like goofy but shit again
1: i do. think they're so afraid to take that risk because they think that people just want to go to hogwarts
2: yeah they want I that want to kind play of john anglo smoking wand <laughs>
0: what would you say
1: yeah. he wants to play john smoking wand Wayne. <laughs> uh yeah no I, I, cuz I mean, how many games you're gonna make where you go to Hogwarts? You know.
2: Yeah, and it, so, like, 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 like that, that—that story just isn't interesting to play a tertiary character in that world.
0: Like, yeah. I think in choosing a game to adapt to a movie, or even just to, you know, uh, wait, choosing a movie to adapt to a game, what what people look for is obviously likability, like how mm-hmm. how well received the franchise is in general, and then uh when we talk about flexibility or or you know the scope of your story you're looking for the scope of the world you choose so yeah. you know lord of the rings good you've got middle earth you have got realms uh fucking star wars you have a universe dan you have a very linear game yeah speaking of from a family <laughs> classic that disney would not let you fuck in the slightest. yeah how is aladdin
1: I played Aladdin. Uh, I played the new the new version that has the Lion King Aladdin double pack. Um, so this is really weird. I, I take away a couple things from it. First off, this is way I think this is harder than the Lion King. First of all, it, it it's hard from the get go, um, and I think Lion King the first couple levels are a little Eh, you can beat them. Uh, just as a reminder for both Lion King and Aladdin, Disney made them. Uh, make the games really hard because they didn't want kids to be able to rent them and beat them. They wanted kids to have to buy them. Uh, This
0: was 1994. Three right? Three is when Aladdin came out. Okay.
1: So uh, that's the first thing. This thing was so hard. So playing the new one, I had the advantage. I beat it because I had the advantage of using the rewind button. In my fight with Jafar, I must have pressed that button 60 times minimum. It is nearly impossible oh and
2: if you died fighting him you'd have to play the whole game again
1: right yeah if yeah. you lost all your lives yeah because it's a old school game so if you lost all your lives you would have to start all over you which aladdin only allows you to have a maximum of nine yeah you'd and i pressed codes, the rewind button yes you could get codes um they didn't put them on the screen you'd have to get them from oh really someone. yeah they didn't put them on the screen or at least in my version maybe they took them out uh, due to the nature of the new I can save now. So um, that's the first thing. Is I was I remember I was playing the last boss today, Jafar, and I screamed at the top of my lungs, and Courtney laughed at me, I was a child! <laughs> like, the fact that they had thought that kids were going to be able to get anywhere near beating this game is laughable. Like
0: midlife revelation of a man in his 30 who just realized he was molested
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. a
0: Child Disney.
1: like that it is so hard um so we'll go through this real quick there are only like 10 levels and they skip like the whole middle of the game so there's also different in this new um lion king Aladdin Double Pack, there's different versions of the game. You can play the original version, you can play like a Final Cut, and you can play a trade show demo of Aladdin. I think that's it. There might be the Game Boy version. can't remember. But I think there's one other version. And then like Lion King, there's the original. There's like a uh, an SNES version, and then maybe the Game Boy version. Something like that. They have like all these different versions. But I just played the original Aladdin. One thing that really stuck out to me is it seemed like... Is when you're talking about needing to fit the story. It seemed like they didn't know what to do at the beginning of the game. So your first level you're just in the markets, which makes sense. That's kind of how Aladdin of starts. Yeah. But then you're just randomly like and and even more so in they do this in Lion King, but they do it even more so in Aladdin. There's just random enemies that are not in Aladdin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they just kind of there's a lot of guards in the market. Then you're suddenly in the desert which I don't think you're ever in the desert in the day, or he's ever in the desert in the daytime in the movie. I think he only goes at night when he follows Jafar. But I I can't remember. So, and you go, it's weird, because you start in the markets, and then you go to the desert for no reason. Because I don't think he goes to the desert until Jafar saves him from the dungeon in the movie. So you're just randomly in the desert, second level, because they needed a second level. Uh, you fight snakes that look like the snake from the Jungle Book, which <laughs> I'm wondering if, the, y- yes, but like tiny. Yeah. Um, and it's just kind of random. Like, I'm like, I don't think this is, this is just, you just needed another level here. Then you go back to
0: 1992, by the way.
1: So this not, is
2: a year kan, after. A, yeah, it's Ka.
1: Yeah, there we go. I was like, Shurkan doesn't sound right. Then you go back here. to Agrabah, and it's a rooftop level that is basically just the market level, but you're on rooftops. It's, like, no different. So the first three levels, it's, like, I think they want you to play and be like, I remember this from the movie, like, when you are a kid. But the only thing you can remember from the movie is the guards in Aladdin and the one place that he's had that you've seen. <laughs> um, then you go to the dungeon, and which is a very short scene in the movie, but it's a whole very difficult level. Um, then, and all the story, cause it is just a platformer. Um, all the story is in between the levels. They have you read what happens and then you play. Um, then you go to the dungeon, the dungeon, then you go to the cave, uh, of wonders. And are you, are
0: you, are you playing the movie?
1: Yes, it is. It is the first movie.
0: Okay. They
1: tell you, they tell you in between everything that's happening. Um, then you go to the cave of wonders in which the movie says touch nothing but the lamp when you start the dungeon, it says destroy statues. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they gotta gamify it, Dan.
1: <laughs> but here's the thing. I destroyed the statues. I don't think it does anything. I think you literally just have to get to the end of the level and it just tells you to destroy statues for no reason. There was, if I didn't destroy statues, I didn't see anything. Like if I destroyed a statue, didn't open a door, just nothing. It was really just told me to destroy statues. <laughs> Um then you obviously touch, you know, you get uh you get the the carpet and then there's the level that everyone most people couldn't get past, which is where you are flying on the magic carpet. Um it's actually very similar to the stampede level in the Lion King, where it will give you like a uh indicator of what's coming and you have to dodge it, except for you're moving left to right as opposed to a Lion King where it's kind of 3D. Um and you start going so fast, and at one point, it stops pointing, and it will just give you question marks. <laughs> and, yeah, so you have no idea where this rock is flying at you. There's no way you could have the reflexes to ever do it the first time. You would have to do it over and over again, again and memorize what was going to happen in order to beat this um, without the rewind feature. And uh, it, it's just really, really fast um i forgot the other point i was gonna make about it but then so if you remember the movie he gets he gets the lamp um oh then you go to the actually the coolest level which is inside of the genie the lamp you go inside of the lamp as opposed to the genie coming out you go inside (laughs) um
0: is it it will smith and blue paint (laughs) no
1: first off it was robin williams back in the day i know Uh, duh um but you uh it's it's a fun level it plays never had a friend like me it wasn't too difficult for the most part um it was really fun there's little genie hands that fly around and they're kind of your platform there's genie heads that you bounce off of and it's like this is what kids want to play but they're never gonna get to this level because it is literally the third level from the end Did
0: so there eight
1: there i think there are ten.
0: Ten.
1: so um if you remember, after he gets the genie, there's a whole section where he goes on a magic carpet ride, where he is Prince Ali, where he seduces, tries to seduce Princess Jasmine, all that kind of stuff. That's just gone. Let's and then see,
0: Let's say court Princess Jasmine down. Court
1: Princess Jasmine, whatever. And the be yourself, all that kind of stuff. And then, um, you know, but none of that's in there. And then you're just in the palace. Uh, you're in the sultan's palace and that really isn't very exciting it just looks like a palace and there are a million yagos yago is a main character that you fight constantly um that flies around um there are random boss fights along the way by the way there's a random boss fight where you fight like a monkey statue in the cave that just teleports between like two areas um there's a bosses dan i mean they're at the end of the levels
2: isn't the monkey statue what uh, Apu takes the gems out of in the movie?
1: Those are the statues that you have to destroy, Clinton. Okay. <laughs> this statue is made up. And new. <laughs> um, there's another boss earlier that kind of has like a Donkey Kong situation where he throws barrels at you from the rooftops. Um, then you have to fight Iago at one point, um, where he's in the movie. I think he rides or like walks on a wheel that like spins one of Jafar's things. So he's doing that while ghosts come at you from every <laughs> from every angle. And you have to fight the ghosts and hit Yago with apples. Um, so then you go to the palace. And then right at the palace, I you I like how ghosts. Aladdin
2: has a genie at this point, and his weapon of choice is still apples.
1: <laughs> yes. So from there's the two, market. <laughs> there are two things that you can do. You can swing your sword. Um, the cool thing is, for 1993, if you're swinging your sword with a um, guard, if you do it at the same time they swing, it, like, does like a sword fighting thing. Like it, like it like makes a sound effect and the flea, the screen flashes and it's really like...
0: Like pushed back or...
1: N- no, but no one takes damage. Okay. So it's kind of just like this weird thing, but not, something I wasn't expecting from a game from this time. Um, and you can throw apples that so you have to collect. Um, so after the palace, then you go to another palace that's Jafar's palace. You fight Jafar. His thing is that he uses his staff And it magnetizes you in. And if you touch him, you get hit. Uh, So you have to like, it's weird because you can only hit him with apples because if you get too close, you get hurt. Um, So you have to make sure you have enough apples before you go into the fight because only a few apples spawn as you fight him. Um, As he's pulling you in, you have to like fight against it. So you have to not face him and then try to turn and throw an apple at him really quick (laughs) and go the other way to fight his magnetism again. After you've done enough of that, he turns into the snake um, there are two, two like levels to this boss fight. There's an upper level and a lower level. In the snake fight, he constantly spams waves of fire on the bottom level that you have to dodge, jump up, constantly. You can't stop it. You can't block it. You have about one frame that you can get in between these fire, and they just constantly move. Um, and then if you go to the upper level, you instantly, it instantly shoots fire out of the ground and hurts you. So he's right. Yes, he's right in the middle. You have to go from you have to be on the left or right of him. And if you run on the apples, apples spawn on the other side of him from where you are. So then you have to jump to the top and jump to the other side as quick as you can to get more apples. Get down, dodge the fire, and then throw apples at him. And I probably took me like sixty times. In addition to all those levels. Uh, there are two bonus levels where you are a boo that are insanely difficult. Um, the first one, pottery is falling from the sky and you have to collect things. And the second one, rocks are falling from the cave. Um, it is so hard. <laughs> it's the hardest game I've ever played, even with rewinds.
0: It um, sounds like Cuphead hard.
1: It is harder than Cuphead. <laughs> I don't think, if I didn't have rewinds, I don't think I could beat this game i just don't think it's possible i've seen videos i was watching videos today of people doing it with like no damage and stuff and it's just ridiculous um but it does it follows the movie to some extent it's kind of gets on track after the first couple levels uh then it apparently yeah, there's a it. there's a bonus level apparently that i didn't get where you fly with jasmine but i don't i didn't see jasmine the entire time um so
0: jasmine I'm, the entire time you played a lot.
1: No, so I don't know if I missed that bonus level or it was part of the final cut or yeah, what, stop but I video
0: and rejoined really fast yeah.
1: so um overall i mean it's it's still fun, it's more of nostalgia than anything now, like uh, I think kind of everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people either played Lion King or Aladdin or both, yeah, and remember them and remember how hard they are um and Going back and playing it now, like, I think if these games came out now, I think they would be pain. Like, I think they would, people would be furious. Oh, I think yeah. that parents would, like, go nuts. And I think kids would go nuts to be like, this is ridiculous. Like, we got this game for my kid and he can't get past the second level. Like, I, and it's made for children. Like, I cannot believe yeah, I mean, They're, they they're like...
2: from that era of arcade games, which were built to be like that, though. So. Right.
1: Another, speaking of arcade games, it also has a score. You can get a score for collecting things. I mean, there Um, probably
2: were arcade cabinets of these games at somewhere.
1: Yeah, possibly.
2: If it's version, then definitely.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But um, it is weird. Like, I think the score kind of held on in video games for a little too long until I realized, like, oh, people at home don't give a shit about their score. They just want to beat the game. Especially if you can't even beat the game. How the hell am I going to care about my score? (laughs) Like, um, so... It was it was crazy. Uh, it could have been like like Neil said. It could have been any other game. Could have been any other platformer. Um, and just after playing that, when Courtney and I were watching all the games we used to play, we kind of remembered and realized like every major cartoon had a video game. Like had its own. There was Areal Monsters. There was Animaniacs. Tiny Toons had a video game. I had a Garfield video game. Um, Rathalon, I, remember. I played a lot
2: yeah. of that Tiny Toons game
1: me too uh Rugrats, Yeah, I had a ps1 game that courtney and i we looked at that video too um but I, I think that is kind of maybe there's a world out there for that i know some cartoons have video games now but it just seemed at this time in the 90s if you had a movie a cartoon movie or a cartoon tv show there was a game and it was probably really hard
0: Getting <laughs> in that time period especially the early 90s getting getting video games to consumers in their home was still relatively new that, that there were affordable home consoles now. And instead of everyone needing to go play at an arcade or have some super expensive computer or something. So yeah, they were riding the wave and you know, who, who drives, who drives, uh, their parents to buy stuff. Obviously kids, if, if you, if your kid loves Rugrats and sees a Rugrats video game, that's money in the bank
1: yeah um yeah for sure i think there was a jungle book game as well now that i'm thinking
0: on it i'm, oh, look I'm sure it. there was
1: um but yeah overall this game was super hard if it came out like i said if it came out now i think there'd be a huge backlash against it um but it was fun to go back and have nostalgia i don't i think i played this game at a friend's but i had the lion king but i did not have aladdin so going back and playing aladdin was uh was fun
2: yeah i had the so that's like the sega version that you have right because i played yes. a different version than the one you have
1: <clears throat> okay yeah because the sega version's a- available i was reading that they couldn't get with the developer of the snes version so they didn't put it on this new yeah. collection because the
2: snes version's a lot different than that than that version you could yeah. like jump on like scaffoldings and things
0: yeah is it like the same base game and things are different or
2: No, it's they're different games, I think.
1: Different games. They're, yeah. they're pretty similar. I just saw a video comparing them. Oh look it. For Sega there was a jungle book game made by Virgin Interactive, which made the other two games interesting. I wonder if they took that snake. Oh no, it was nineteen ninety four. So we it was after. I was wondering if they had reused some of the Sprites. Um yeah.
0: Um, by the way, Dan, that Lord of the Rings game you're thinking of is Lord of the Rings, the third Age. Yes. Um, but uh, I, Dan, I'm assuming you're done.
1: Yes, yes. That is, that is Aladdin in a nutshell.
0: I played a game that I don't think could be any other game. Well, obviously it could be, I think, how do I say this? I think if somebody else made this game without it being from the franchise we're about to talk about, They would recognize it for. They would recognize its roots, and that would be Alien Isolation, which uh, I played about six hours of, five six hours, and uh, it's it's really fun. It took me. I I, it's it's a slow start. Um, If you have you guys seen Alien, the original Alien? I think it was nineteen. What was it? Nineteen seventy (laughs) something.
1: I watched it a long, long time ago.
0: In space, no one can hear you scream. Yeah, I watched it early 2000s, I think. Um, Great movie. Uh, And I think the game, if you are into sci-fi thriller, I mean, I guess it's a horror game. It's a, it's a, Alien is a horror movie wrapped in a sci-fi skin. Um it is it was really fun and i think they did uh they did a lot of things that tie it in well with with the first movie i know it's gone off the rails since then and there's predators and aliens and it, there's i think the rock was there but no, this very much makes its roots in the original alien uh uh Sigourney Weaver's character uh i, f- I forget her first name but Ripley i think it was Amanda Ripley um you play as her daughter 15 years later um uh something ripley and everybody calls you ripley anyways uh yeah. and the whole basis of the game is uh you your her daughter is also a space tech on on ships going from ships to ships i think she's kind of like an engineer um and somebody gets a hold of you and says they found basically the black box of the ship um Her mother went missing on um, after the events of the first movie. So you get to go meet up with these guys to pick up the black box and hopefully get a true get a a, a clue for your missing mother. Um, which I haven't seen Alien Two. I've only seen one. Um, I don't know if they. I'm sure they flesh that out later. But uh wasn't well, Aliens the one
2: that she fights the thing in the mech? Isn't that the second one?
0: Um. Uh, yes. So she must be alive. Yeah, you're right. Because um, in Alien they just they deep fry the alien or in Alien she deep fries them in the in the space turbine jet thing. Sci fi. Um anyways, uh if you like suspense games, uh this kind of plays like a like a thriller or like a like a stealth uh a stealth horror game, I guess. Um the voice acting is very good. Uh, I rewatched scenes from the original Alien in preparation, um, and they did—they really went down to the T um, to, to kind of what the, the atmosphere of the original ship was. Um, you play on the space station, so they kind of flesh it out, and there's nice nicer parts. You're not just trapped in this claustrophobic um, area. But uh, another fun touch they did was they kind of went... Uh, they went lo-fi with it, so like when the mo- when the game starts, you get like, is it Fox Pictures? Is it MGM? Whatever the whatever the uh, the company was, it gets like the VCR tracking bars on it, and it gets a little blurry and shakes, and they really they uh, they uh, they double down on that. Um, and the original Alien, kind of had a somebody described it as a lo-fi sense of the future where yes, this takes place in like 2052 or somewhere way in the future, but it still looks like what the, what the sixties thought the future would be rather than like, you right. know, sweet black and uh, what, what you would see in a, what you would see in like a movie now. Um, it's very far from Tron. Uh, it's very close to like the inside of, it, there's, like, white padding everywhere. It looks more like an insane asylum than it does a spaceship at times. Uh, but anyways, uh, it was a really fun game. Uh, the first hour or two is a lot of cinematic story, which I think they handled really well. Um, I was I was interested in the story. Um, then there's the first... I, I didn't think I would be able to talk about this game because I was so not in the mood for a game like this at, coming out of Dark Souls and... Fun like or like a in your face, fast paced game like that. Um, and the first stealth mission, you you find this this thing that helps you hack uh, like security terminals and stuff. And as soon as you find it, four people um, see or, or, or see that you're there and start tracking you down. And the whole conceit is that you've landed on this what you thought was a bustling uh, space station and is actually pretty derelict and empty. And you keep seeing disturbing sights like, you know, just like messages on the walls and graffiti and there's nobody around. Eventually you see like body bags and you slowly find out that there is a a creature on board, obviously the alien, um, and everybody, it has killed enough people that uh, everybody's gone crazy. They form tribes, it's kill or be killed. Nobody trusts anyone. Um, so when these people find you, they want to kill you. um And it probably took me—I probably died to them. This group of four people in this huge room, just trying to sneak to a door, probably ten or twelve times, just just to get past them and to get like start getting tools. Like you get a gun, you get some other, you get like noisemakers, and you get tools to help you get around objects. But this first time, I was like, I I I don't know if I want to play this. I I I think I want to give up. Uh, but eventually, because they don't tell you this, you're an engineer and you have like this giant wrench. You can hit people on the head. So I waited ah. for somebody to come around a corner and I hit him on the head and I ran and I made it. Uh, <laughs> I got shot a little bit, but uh, they do a great job pacing it. Like you obviously you booted up a game called Alien Isolation. You know there's an alien. Um, right. In one of the in one of the first one of the first two missions, you see a guy get skewered by. The alien, so you know he's around. Um, but they really make you wait for it, uh, for for a bit. Humans and there's also like AI, these like cyber cybernetic like weird worker robots that kind of look like humans. Um, they're my ma- they're malfunctioning. <laughs> they're like, what's the D and D term? Uh, lawful evil. They like follow their code to the T and. Uh, they're not deviating, and like at some point there's a dude that's like, we need to make an emergency communication. And they're like, you can't do that. And then they just murder him because he tries to get past him. But anyways, uh, so there's kind of three tribes. You have the alien, you have renegade humans, and you have these robots, um, which makes for some interesting levels. So you've got, and what I really like about it is, there's a bunch of different basically you'll enter a room with an, an objective and i've played through two or three of them there's one where it was just humans there was one where it was uh robots and an alien and then there's one with just an alien and i'm sure eventually there will be one with all three and you can see how all of them interact but like uh so the humans is just a stealth mission distract them kill them get by them I, however you want to do it The robots, I couldn't kill yet. Eventually you get things, like EMPs, you can put them on a... You can actually fight them, but for the most part, you have to um, avoid them. And now the alien is what I think they did a great job with. Um, Especially in the first time... uh, uh, The first time I knew he was part of the picture, but I hadn't seen him yet, which is terrifying. Which I really loved. Um, I, I... in In saying all this, I do want to go back and play this i was uh and finish it. I was playing with the lights off. I was totally in. I wish I had better sound uh uh headphones yeah because so the alien will if there are other people around, he will never be just like on the floor. um The most you'll get is like a cut scene where you'll see people run away and you're like, okay, I know the alien's actually out and then they're dead, and it's just you and the alien but um like this one rope this one level with the robots i've you all know this scene from the alien from alien if you've seen it i'm walking down a hall i'm worried about the robot just this robot in front of me and i'm like okay how do i get around him blah 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 okay i think i can go this way and there's this pretty obvious path you can take to get past him and then you get close to it and all of a sudden the saliva just starts dripping from a vent and you look up, and there's just a vent opening right there. And you're like, okay, I know that scene from the movie. I'm not <laughs> going to go there. Um, so I like, I tried to lure the robot towards him, towards the vent to get him. Um, but apparently he knows what a robot is, and he wasn't hungry for that. I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> he, he's done. Uh, so I went further into the level, and I fucked up, and I had to run away from the robot, and I forgot about the vent and I turn around, <laughs> and it was, per- I ran out of door, I kind of got lost, I tur- ran out of door, I turned left, I wasn't paying attention, and there was the vent, and all of a sudden, you know, the little alien tongue comes out, just rips your face off. It's not It's not gory either. Well, some of the cut scenes are, but you don't see, it's not like Laura Croft, you don't see yourself die in brutal ways. Right. Um, but, they did a really good job with the uh, suspense. Like, you also get a motion tracker that you can use, and it'll beep faster the closer things are to you which is helpful for like the robots and people that move in like you know steady patrol patterns like we were talking about with ai um where you can track it but also if you make too much noise like let's say you ran through that last level and maybe kind of cheesed it maybe you shot one person um you made a lot of noise but you got through that alien knows you're there in the next part of the level you can walk fast you can walk slow but as you move you hear thump 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 up in the vent constantly.
1: that's very creepy
0: and you can like you use your motion tracker and it's essentially useless because you made so much noise there's always above bu- there's always a, a beep right on top of you and then you look again and it's behind you and then you look again and it's in front of you and then you look again and it's gone and you're like i'm fine and then you look again and it's in front of you and the vent is dripping with saliva <laughs> like, ah, <yeah." laughs> uh, but it was really cool um I want to finish it. If you like being scared, um and you like moving slowly. That was the other thing about the alien. He can sense you better than humans and droids. Um so like even that if you leave your your motion sensor out, even if it's just going beep beep, it hears the beep and the longer you leave it active, the faster the beeping gets and the closer he gets. Jeez. And then like you can like hide in lockers and hide under desks. Um
1: this game sounds so good, but I know it's not for me.
0: It's, it's scary. Uh, okay. it's, it was, it was really fun though. Oh, and that was the other thing I wanted to say. They, I have never seen so many different hacking mini games, uh, ever. I must've played at least six different flavors of like a lock picking mechanism. Interesting. And all of them were pretty interesting and pretty fun. Um, The problem is when you're doing that, it's all real time and some of them make noise. Uh, So you have to do them like in between people's patrols or you have to do them while, you know, the aliens on your floor. Um, They also were assholes and they did this a lot in hiding spaces. They would make hiding spaces really uh, obvious. But what they wouldn't say is like, uh, unlike other games, like everything around you is pretty interactive. So let's say you run under a table to hide it they've hidden a trash can on the other side that you didn't see, and you run under, you slide into it, and then you knock the trash can out the other side, and then the beeping gets louder. <laughs> and then you have to run and find another hiding spot, because he knows Jeez. you're not
1: That sounds pretty intense.
0: It's incredibly intense, and I had a lot of fun with it, and I, I will continue to do so.
1: So it's pretty, pretty accurate to the movie then, for the most part
0: yes uh i did cheat and looked ahead i don't know exactly how it ends but i was i was mistaken and i was thinking of aliens i was wondering if there was an alien mech battle there's (laughs) not gotcha
1: (laughs) cool cool well uh anything else before we take off anything else you guys want to say
2: I thought these episodes were supposed to be you... shorter without the
0: news and everything. Yeah, we
1: thought, <laughs> well, talked
0: about what game he played for like half an hour.
1: Yeah, well, when we're in quarantine, that's all I do. Um, I did look that up. The Clinton was right. The SNES and the uh, Sega versions were very different. Actually, yeah, the,
2: the Super Nintendo one is not like incredibly difficult. You can
1: actually, yeah, they like, said it. that the S they said the SNES one is easier. Um, but it looks like people prefer the Sega one just because it looks more like cartoon this the, the, the graphics for Sega were more like cartoony um, and things like that so um but yeah it, it yeah I was looking at different levels and yeah they are different so all right well thank you guys so much for listening this week we are live every Tuesday at 8 p.m you can also check us out on YouTube and on any podcasting things you listen to uh, please email gamegoosepodcast at gmail.com if you have any ideas for episodes or any comments concerns anything like that and follow us on twitter and facebook party foul games every uh, monday there is a dnd show called duck duck dice that clinton is also a part of i think they just did session 22 yesterday right correct so check that out if you're into dnd um they do real play and anything to say before we go clinton nope <laughs> <laughs> neil Did we lose Neil?
0: No, I'm here. I was just trying not to say no, and now I'm back in the usual bucket of not having anything to say.
1: <laughs> Clinton started a new trend of just saying no. Yeah, last week. Well, I hope everyone's staying safe, staying healthy, and uh, we'll we'll see you all next week.
0: Brush your teeth.
1: Brush your teeth. <laughs>